welcome to another episode of the Divorced Assholes, the professionals of podcasting. <laughs> Just kidding. No. <laughs> this is Adam Hildebrandt, your host, joined by... Colin Cowley. Okay, you didn't need to let go of that one. <laughs> Picture this. August 1590, moonless night. English explorer John White sailed into the sound along the outer banks. He called out to the colony. It had been three years since White, the governor of Roanoke, had left his daughter, granddaughter, and 115 others behind to go in search of supplies. White had planned to return in a matter of months, but this did not happen due to the Spain and England war. By the time White returned, they had all disappeared. I know that was an amazing intro. What are we talking about? Roanoke. So we're talking about Roanoke. For those of you who don't know, it was one of the first colonies ever settled here in the United now known as the United States, uh, that mysteriously disappeared. So we're going to do a little bit of a deep dive talking about it. And that quote was directly from history.com. Beautiful. All right, guys. So you may have heard of the mystery of the lost colony of Roanoke and the mysterious word left behind with the vanishing of a hundred and what did you say? 15 colonists. What was the word? It was <gasps> Croatoan. Anyways. Isn't that... So that's Roanoke backwards. No. We'll get into what that word means. Oh. I thought this... I thought that was Roanoke backwards. No. Okay. Keep going. Okay. So <laughs> I was like trying to... Yeah. No. It's I can't do things backwards. Um, but, okay, so to understand why this mystery is so famous, because I'm sure most of you have heard of it, um, we need to go back in time, right? So we're going to go back to England, right? So we're going all the way to England. No one cares about England. <laughs> I love England so much. Remember, you the sticky. Anyway, sorry, we're going back to England, but we're going back to the, the 1580s, okay? Before Henry VIII, before all that. So, Queen Elizabeth I was the um, reigning monarch, and at this time, she was looking to expand her empire. Um, And then, I just want to preface this, that she was unmarried, and she was notably a virgin. So, what does notably mean? It means everybody knew her as the Virgin Queen. That was, like, her nickname. I bet she wasn't. I don't think she was either. Yeah, I bet she got railed every night. To be honest, I agree. And we'll have to go into that another time, but she Apparently did. we're going to do an episode on Queen Elizabeth. The first! And then I want to do Bloody Mary, and maybe we can do, like, a series? That would be so cool. We can kind of cover... The English monarchs? Yeah. I think Even though I think it's stupid, but... No, you will love the English monarchs. They are totally up your alley. So what they do is cool, but they come from, like, the stupidest place ever. So it kind of brings them down a notch. Wait, why is it the stupidest place ever? Because England is just all retarded. <laughs> is it because of the fish and chips? You don't like fish and chips? No, I love fish and chips. It's okay. awesome. Then what is it? It's beer-battered fish with chips. Well, not chips. I don't know why the fuck they say chips. 
I know that is weird. Fries. So they fish and fries. Their um, chips to them are crisps, and fries to them are chips. Yeah, they're all backwards. Yeah, they are. Backward people that don't know what's going on. They shouldn't have a seat in the UN. I love the English people so much, and that English accent is my Achilles heel. She only speaks for half of the podcast, so, <laughs> and it's a lower half because she doesn't make any money. <laughs> Robert Pattinson, that's all I'm going to say. I don't know who that is. Anyways. Anyways, so um, Queen Elizabeth is the monarch. Um, so she's looking to expand her empire. So she has... Oh, sorry, she's um, King Henry VIII's daughter. And her mother was Anne Boleyn, and her father was King Henry VIII. So just to set the stage for you, her mother was beheaded when she was, like, really little. That must have been a metal way to grow up. Right? How old was she? I don't remember. She was young, though. Um, I bet she was cheering. Like, fuck yeah! <laughs> fuck yeah, kill my mom. <laughs> I wish I could see beheadings. Well, like, that used to be just a fucking... Like, us going to the theaters. Yeah. That was them back then. <laughs> yeah, you're like, right. Just, they literally would... Or like the Roman Colosseums. Yes. Like, oh my god. With the whole thumbs up or thumbs down. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's totally... what Like, beheadings was like a big event and everybody would come and see. And it was entertainment. Like, popping your popcorn, eating, watching people die. Yeah. We need to bring it back, America. <laughs> and I, I'm not a hypocrite. I would be totally fine to be in the Colosseum. I would be fine to do that. That would be fun. Fighting off tigers and bears... You would want that? Hell yeah. Why? Because it'd be cool. That's scary. Plus, I'd probably get bitches from it. <laughs> like a, thousands of people watching, like, oh, look at that guy. As long as I don't die. I mean, obviously, if I die, then kind of all over. Wait, would you take modern conveniences with you? Like a gun? Duh. Oh, okay. Okay. Why wouldn't I? I that's a good question. Well, if we're doing modern fucking... Coliseum? Yeah. Okay, what would you take? Modern Coliseum, and you know what he's bringing in. Let's say he brings in, like, a handgun and an axe. What are you going to bring Oh, in? versus another person? Yes. See, I was thinking animals. Okay, but now you have to figure another person to do it. What would you do? Well, that's kind of easy. So you're going to both be shooting handguns at each other. What are you going to do? It depends on how big the Coliseum is. Usually they're, like, a football field is right. about how big they used to be. Yeah. Um, so I would bring probably my vector. What's a vector? So Chris vector, it's a, um, it's an assault rifle. I would bring that. It shoots nine millimeters, so there's not a lot of kickback, but it's very, very accurate. So I've hit people, or not people. You've hit people. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Paper. I've hit paper headshots at more than 150 yards, so... That's good, right? That's pretty far. Okay. It's not a f- football field length, but I could... And it, I have an extended mag for it, too, which is, I believe, 32 rounds. <laughs> so, out of 32, hitting that far away, I'm sure I could hit something. I'm sure you could, too. <laughs> if I was a betting woman, I'd put my bet on you. Okay. You're scrappy. Anyways. Doesn't that mean scrawny? No, scrappy just like you use anything to your advantage. Oh, well, yeah. 
Yeah. So if I had to just use weapons, I know we're going on quite a bit of a side But I need to know this. this. What would you do? <laughs> I would just bring a machete. Or maybe a tomahawk. Oh my so gosh. I have an axe. Hammer. Which I love. Axe, if you don't hammer. have one, yes. So it's an axe with the hammerhead at the back end. So it's perfect. Actually. I'd probably bring that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because I can throw it. Yeah. Or if I'm close and personal, I can either slash. Or if he's blocking, I can use the hammerhead, break those bones. And then he can't use his arms to block anymore. <laughs> there we go. I think you'd win. I think I would want a bigger version of that. Because the one I have right now is about as big as my... Not quite as big as my forearm. Um, I'd probably want a bigger one. Probably as big as my entire arm. Wait, did you know that your foot is the exact length of your forearm? We don't need to... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait, wait, wait. Since we're on the topic, even though this is way off topic, (laughs) what are you bringing into a coliseum? A grenade. And I just throw it at him and run. Okay. What if it misses? Or it doesn't. Flamethrower. What if he runs too? Okay. Flamethrower is my backup. So you're carrying a flamethrower and a grenade. Yeah. You're not going to be able to run away if you have a flamethrower on your back. Or at least very effectively. That's very heavy. You have two tanks on your back. Oh. To shoot the flames. Oh. You're going to be. And you're tiny as shit, so you can't move at all. <laughs> I'll dig really fast into the ground, throw the grenade, and then sit in the gr- in the ground and put my flames up in the air so he couldn't do anything to me, and I would win. <laughs> okay, we need to move on, because okay. that's just ridiculous. I'll tell you off-air why that is so wrong, <laughs> and how that would not work. Okay, so back to Roanoke. Okay, so... um. Yeah, let's get into, like, the mystery behind this whole... I mean, this is something that people have probably heard since they were little. It's a big mystery. Um, The first time I heard about it was in probably grade school. Yeah, exactly. When they were just going over, you know, the first colonization of the U.S., so Mm it's probably history. Yeah. But yeah, Roanoke was brought up really early. Yeah, I remember hearing about it when I was younger, too, but I... It was, like shrouded in so much mystery that when I actually researched this topic I didn't know a lot of this stuff um but yeah so Queen Elizabeth daughter of King Henry VIII she wanted to prove herself so she was not happy with just the territories that she had at the time she wanted to expand her empire so she um what happened was she was looking to expand her empire so she ended up sending English um no I'm sorry she ended up sending she goes up to her, uh, like, right-hand man, Sir Walter Raleigh, and she says to him, hey, you need to go to America and expand my um, empire, because she had seen... So, like, I guess her biggest competitor at the time was the Spanish, and as we all know, they had sent the great Christopher Columbus, even though I guess we found out he was an asshole. Yeah, not, not, not... Mexico. We're not talking about Mexico here. Yeah. We're talking about Spain, Spain. Spaniards. Yes. Yes. Because when she said that, I don't know why, but I was thinking like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But so she was trying to like compete because her biggest competitor was Spain. They had a lot of friction. 
So she's like, okay, well, they sent somebody to the New World in 1492 or whenever it was. I need to do that, too, but I, I need to go above and beyond that. And, and here, let's break this down a little bit. Do you think they have tacos in Spain? They have tapas. Tapas? Yeah, like like a bunch of little meals that you can eat with your hands. So, yeah, they do have tacos in Spain. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't think they were like... I was asking a question. I, I'm not right. <laughs> you right. And tapas, you don't just... I mean, you do eat it with your hands, but... I think they do have tacos there, to be honest. I keep on being told by um, Latinos. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Latinas. Latinas? Yeah, because those are tri- chicks. No, Latinos. Oh, yeah. Latinos. Of either sex. I don't know. I've just been told that I've been eating the wrong tacos. Like, the kind we make are not tacos. Well, what's the right taco? I don't fucking know. They won't tell me. They're like... I tell them, like, oh, I make my own taco. And they're like... Or I go to Taco Time or Taco Bell. And they're like, that's not taco. (laughs) Well, it says fucking taco on it. It's because you put ketchup on your tacos. Oh, my God. That is not it. I don't even bring that up. They're just talking, like, lettuce, meat, cheese. They're like, that's not a taco. You got to come over to my house and my mom will make you a real taco. Okay, listeners... Please educate Adam and me on what a real taco is, because obviously we've been doing just it wrong. Colleen. I don't give a fucking shit. No, you I do. I like my own tacos. You eat them with ketchup. That is like a slap in the face to tacos in general. I don't know why that's such a bad thing. People like hate that I, I do that. Know. <laughs> I even hate that. <laughs> it's just a condiment. <laughs> I think what I'm so mad about personally is that you put ketchup on everything. It's like your go-to. It is my favorite condiment. I know. Ketchup's disgusting. It's pretty good. Anyways. So, at this time, in the 1580s, Queen Elizabeth I is trying to, like, outdo everybody. She wants to build her empire. So, she takes her side bitch, Sir Walter Raleigh, and she tells him, Yo, you need to go to England... Or, not sorry. You need to go to the Americas and establish a port. So... At this time, Queen Elizabeth is... This is funny. She's, like, um, kind of in, like, a seas battle. Like, the, an ocean battle, I mean, with the Spanish. So she would send her English ships to go and plunder any Spanish ships that come in any direction. She would just plunder them. But she, you know, she got wind of Spanish... Uh, people going to the Americas and she's like, listen, I gotta go establish a colony, but not just a colony. I also need like kind of like a port. So when I'm sending my fleets to go and plunder, they have somewhere they can stop, refresh, and then go back to plundering. So she she gets her little side bitch, Sir Walter Raleigh, to go and establish a colony. So this is the first um, um, English American colony. Um, So uh, what happened was... um, he gets a boat together and mind you this is just a scouting mission so this first trip to the americas is just to kind of scout and look for places that would be ideal for them to um establish as a port so it's not like we're going or we're going to stay there it's just go find a good place so what happens is in 1854 captain philip amadas and arthur barlow they took two ships to the outer banks of north carolina 
Now, this is such a good spot because, first of all, the, the little strip of islands that they picked was set up in such a way that um, you couldn't just see it. If you were sailing across the coast, you wouldn't necessarily see this island. It was covered by um, foliage and other islands in front of it. So it was perfect. The Spanish wouldn't see it from the coast. And so, yeah, it was like hidden, but also just a really good access point for them. So they go to the Outer Banks of North Carolina. Um, like I said, there was a strip of sand dunes, um, a, a sand dune kind of like island. So it's not just sand. They also had lots of other things. Um, but now, today, 2022, that is known as the North Car Carolina coast. But this is funny. The first place that they picked, they called Virginia. And you want to know why they called it Virginia? Why? Because there were virgins there? No, because it's in honor of England's virgin queen. Queen Elizabeth I never married. She was known as the virgin queen. And I think that's why a lot of men took her seriously. Because they're like, oh yeah, you're unspoiled by men. So we're going to listen to you. Unspoiled because we're fucking evil. <laughs> but Adam and I were talking about this before. I was, we were talking about how she's yeah, the virgin queen. Yeah, women are not the perfect little fucking thing you think they are well we both think that she fucked like there is no way she, oh well yeah yeah there's no way she went i think she was like 60 something when she passed away there's no way she went 60 years without getting any oh wait, wait, wait. she was virgin the whole time supposedly yes oh i didn't know that yeah oh shit yeah fuck though no. exactly. exactly i mean unless she had like one of the greatest dildos ever do you think they had dildos back then oh i'm sure they did what do you think not like that? actual well yeah no 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 so they did um this was like a meme or something so they used to have wooden dildos that when men went to war they would actually carve to make it look like theirs so that their women wouldn't go insane <laughs> that's horrible wood ouch well, I'm sure they, like, sandpapered it and stuff. So Made it really like, Yeah. It's not like just sticking a branch up there, <laughs> I would imagine. Uh, I hope not. Yeah, but Adam and I came to the agreement that she's definitely not a virgin queen. That's mm -hmm. very important, okay? Anyways. No. Yeah, that cherry, <laughs> that cherry was popped. That cherry was definitely popped. Um, but, anyways, so... She sends her little Sir Walter Raleigh to find a place. They do find a place, and they call it Virginia, which is actually North Carolina. <laughs> but... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So how did Virginia get its name then? I think it was from the same thing. It was from the Virgin Queen. But wait, they called North Carolina Virginia. Yeah. Then how did... I don't... How did Virginia... That's a different state. <laughs> It's a totally different area. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> See what I mean? Yeah. British people just do everything wrong. I think it's so funny that they were so hung up on her being a virgin queen that they called everything Virginia. Like, let's just call it... Like, okay, so here, this is kind of going on a little sidebar, but the first colonist that was actually born in the New America in this Roanoke colony, they gave her the name of Virginia after the virgin queen. That's how, like, proud they were that she was the Virgin Queen. I don't know why they loved that so much, but they did. I don't think I've ever met a Virginia or dated one. You should ask her if you ever meet one. Are you a virgin? 
You better be. <laughs> <laughs> you need to live up to your name. Um. <laughs> <laughs> your queen went 60-something years without getting it. I'm sure you can go past you 20. Didn't. She definitely didn't. I swear I did know one in, like, school. I don't think I've ever met a Virginia. She was a dyke. Well, then she probably was a virgin, and that's no, There's nothing wrong with that. No. There's not. We have no problems with lesbians. LGBTQ community plus, we love you. Jesus. I could not have said all that. I'm drunk, so wow. I'm very good at talking. Probably because I do so much of it. Yeah, you should stop. No. And speaking <laughs> of this island, we got to talk about the resources that they they came upon. So you know what England's like, right? Very, It's a tiny island. They don't have a lot of the things that we have here. Yeah, what are they, the size of Maine or something? Yeah, they're pretty small. I don't know the exact size. but How are they so important? Because of like stuff like this, like they they conquered in India, they conquered Canada, they conquered a lot of the U.S. They had so much that they were just like taking over. Um, but anyways, let's go back to the the island that they found that they really liked. So remember that it's kind of like hidden, so it's perfect for them. But once they actually, so this is the scouting party. Remember, they're just here to kind of like observe and then report. But they get there and they see that there's so many resources there. This is a beautiful island. It was super impressive to them. There was lots of seafood in the sea or the coast that they were at. There was tons of different animals, game, wildlife that they could live off of. Um, and it was like a really rich environment too. Like So like planting and farming would have been a great idea for them as well. But um, so once the English arrived here, they didn't know that anybody was actually living there. They thought it was just like free rain or whatever. Like, oh, nobody lives here. It's a beautiful, lush environment. It's ours. However, they brought their ship. So there's two ships. They brought one ship in and it's like docked there. People are off exploring. And then the people in the ship are just kind of chilling, right? Um, so... Um, in fact, the first time the English encountered anyone else, one Native American of the North Carolina coast comes up to the ship in a canoe. And, like, let's get this straight. That's really brave. Like, you have this big ship, these English white explorers, and they probably have lots of weapons. But this tiny little Native comes up in a canoe, and he's just, like, really curious. He's like, what are you guys doing? This is my land. Um... So the native approached the colonists and he was all alone and there was like a huge language barrier um, and nobody knew how to communicate, but they worked really hard and they did come up with a way of communicating with each other. And so they were able to trade and work out a way to understand each other. Um, and then the colonists began to explore the gorgeous island a little bit more. Once that happened, they felt a little more at ease to do so. Um, and when they came on land and, you know, all these white people with all this technology, if you will, the natives were like really curious. They were fascinated. And there were so many stark differences between the natives and the colonists that it kind of created this environment where they were able to like look at each other. They were able to trade and, um, you know, the colonists were like, 
this is a choice place. This is what we need to go tell the queen that this is the place. Um, and just to be clear, this is Roanoke Island. Um, so after they did all of this, um, they reported to Sir Walter Riley, and this is a direct quote. Well, first of all, this is a quote from history.com, but this is a direct quote from their communications with each other. And quote, they defined their land as the goodliest land under the cope of heaven. Now, remember that um, Sir Arthur Barlow wrote, he also wrote this quote, we were entertained with all love and kindness and with as much bounty as they could possibly devise. We found the people most gentle, loving and faithful, void of all guile and treason. And they lived in the manner of the golden age, close quote. So while you've been going over all that boring shit, um, I was looking up how many nukes it would take to destroy the UK. Yeah. And it's quite a bit. Be like over a thousand. Really? Unless I'm doing that wrong. I mean, just like blast radius. Like to destroy it. Get rid of it. How big is it? How big is the UK? Yeah. It was like 90,000 miles. Square miles. Oh, cool. So it's really big. Yeah. Well, it's small, but it's pretty big. Anyways, I was hoping it'd be like a couple, and it's like, oh, that's all it would take. (laughs) (laughs) But apparently it would take a lot. Nobody ever better nuke England. That's where I want to go next. I've been to London. I know. You're so lucky. It was dumb. Why? It was so dumb. Like, they're so behind. On what? Like everything's so much behind. Like, their buildings are super fucking old. Their internet is terrible. <laughs> fucking was terrible. Plus, I was there with my ex-wife. <gasps> that didn't make it any better. I have the hiccups. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways. um, The one good place to go is uh, Old York. That was cool, because it, like, it was old on purpose. They left everything, like, how it originally was built and stuff. But they had, like, their own Jack the Ripper tours, which would, we went on. I would love that. And I gotta admit, <gasps> like, the cathedrals were pretty cool, too. That's amazing. I'm so jealous that you got to go, like... Steal. Yeah, exactly. Like, we're gonna take all this stuff. This is for us now. Um, but, so, once Queen Elizabeth learned about all this stuff, like, all the beautiful places they saw and how it would be perfect for loading up and then going on to... Spain, um, she decided to send colonists to create the territory, um, much the way that Spain had already done. So she's trying to catch up with them. You know how Christopher Columbus sailed with the, what was it, the Nina, the Pinta, and the San Maria? Yeah, whatever. He went to the wrong place. He thought he was in India. (laughs) And to this day, the Indians are still wrongly named in America. We still call them in American Indians. Yeah, because he fucked up. Which is weird. Because what do you call an Indian from India that comes here and gets uh, citizenship? Indian? An American Indian, right? Yeah. So they're both American Indians. I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of dumb. Christop- Why didn't they just change that? Christopher Columbus started it, but nobody stopped it. Yeah, we were just so arrogant. <laughs> Us whites, like, nope, you're Amer- you're Indians. <laughs> Even though they're not. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, that's that's so stupid. I think Louis C.K. does a really funny bit on that. He does? <laughs> yeah, where he's just like, you're Indians, aren't you? Gah, you're Indians. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay. So, she decides to send colonists to, like, you know, establish her foothold in the new, uh, the new land. Um, but at the same time, Queen Elizabeth was also, this is really cool, you're gonna love this, she was hiring pirates to plunder Spanish ships. That's pretty cool. Yeah. She was like, it was like literal pirates that she hired. Yeah. Yeah. And they were supposed to, you know, plunder any Spanish ships they came across. Like, you had to. That was the queen telling you. If you, if you run across a Spanish ship, you had to stop it, steal all their booty, and then go on your way. Um, but also, like we talked about before, having this port in America would help to continue her <laughs> pirateering. So, she sent seven ships with 600 men under the command of Sir Richard Green- Grenville. Um, so they set sail to the coast, the previous ship to the coast where the cre- previous ships had found. Um, but this time around, um, relations with the natives weren't as cordial. So like the first time they were like, oh my gosh, these natives are great. They're teaching us stuff. They're giving us stuff. We're giving them stuff. It's this great relationship. They take two of them to England. The second time around, and this is a direct quote from um, one of the people in the ship. And this is from history.com. Quote, one of the Indians had taken a silver cup. They simply may have thought it, that it was an exchange of gifts. Grenville's reaction to the silver cup being taken was to burn the natives' village, burn the crops, and therefore set the stage for a pattern of reactions that would eventually seal the fate of the lost colony. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this. Yeah. Like, they're like, hey, here's this really cool cup for you. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, okay, thank you. And they took it. And the the head guy's like, what the fuck? <laughs> they took the cup. So he goes and burns their whole village to the ground. <laughs> Over a fucking cup. <laughs> like their whole lives. He well, back then, it. like native lives were not worth anything. Mm-hmm. They're like, whatever. Yeah. You're right. They didn't give a shit. Mm-mm. But the, like this sets the tone for the whole future. Like this is like 300 years, right? Like 300 years of relations with the natives. England shit on it. They're like yet another reason why England sucks. <laughs> They're just like, oh, we found a new people. Let's fuck them up. Yeah. And they're not even good at doing it no. because the Indians. Because they had guns Mm -hmm. back then. Yeah. And the Indians would still fuck them up with bows and arrows. Mm -hmm. Like, you should have been able to wipe them out like the Aztecs. Mm -hmm. Because the Aztecs got wiped out by Spaniards. I I guess some of the Indian settlements, I'm pretty sure, did get wiped out. But, I mean, still, they put up a way better fight. But I think it's because it was English versus Indians and not... Well, um, American or Native American or Native Indians, I think yeah. is what they call them. <laughs> Native Americans. Native Americans. Also known as Indians. Should just be Native Americans. Yeah. That should be what they're called. Yeah, I agree. The only thing that they should be called. I agree. But anyways, so Spaniards, 
versus Aztecs fucking got wiped out. And then it wasn't exactly the same with England versus Native Americans. You're right. And see, this is the funniest thing yeah, to me. Yeah, England sucks. Well, no, I don't say that. But this, You just said I'm right. You're right in the fact that they sucked at this time. Because, like, they come... All time. Not now. Have you seen their poofy hats and they gotta walk around, don't touch me. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up. It's like one silver cup and they're like, let me fuck this up for every generation to come. Let me just ruin this for you guys. Um... So yeah, this starts a rivalry that spans 300 years. But also, it's important to note that there is a difference between the Native Americans of the coastal region of North Carolina and the Native Americans of, like, the Midwest Plains. So, like, those people lived in in the Midwest. They kind of lived in, like, teepees, and they were kind of, like, smaller tribes. In the coastal region of North Carolina, they were living in what's called a longhouse, and those housed up to 200 people. So, them burning down a village was a fucking big deal. That's 200 people displaced and probably a lot of people killed. Wait, so this is something that I didn't get. Were they in the tents when they did it or they just did it while they were gone? Um, so, they did it in the middle of the night. So, I'm thinking they killed a lot of people. Fucking pussies. Yeah. And this was over a silver cup. A they, silver cup. They couldn't take them... Fa- well, okay, that it was a smart way to go. You know, take them out while they're vulnerable, but... Still. They were sneaky. That was sneaky. That was very sneaky. Um, but so just keep this in your minds. Like, this is what Don't happened. steal cups. Yeah. Don't <laughs> steal cups from the English. They won't like it. No, from anybody. Like, you <laughs> never know how they're going to react. But, like, the Native Americans are like, oh, thank you for this gift. And then the English are like, that's not a gift. I'm going to kill you all for that. It's so ridiculous. Um, but anyways, so... Burning down a village was a big deal. Like, if you burned down a village in, like, the Midwest, it probably wouldn't have been as um, significant. But this time, and where they lived and how they lived, it was a big deal. Um, And mind you, these colonists are strangers to this type of land. They don't know anything about it. They know that it's beautiful and there's a lot of resources. They don't know how to, like, get those resources. So keep that in mind. Like, they're very ignorant to how to take care of themselves in this type of climate. Um, And then here's another thing, too. The English also brought a lot of pathogens and diseases with them that the Native Americans had never experienced. So them just being there killed so many Native Americans. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Biological warfare. Yeah, and they didn't even mean to. (laughs) It's so fucked up. That is crazy how that simply just being closed off from another region... Like, you go through a lot of different diseases. Mm-hmm. Like, the Black Plague is yeah. one that they didn't go through. No. So, I wonder if that was one of the things they brought over. Probably. Probably was. Because, yeah, they probably... Because the every- they didn't go through it, but we... Or, they did. I guess it's we. God damn it, we're from... Our heritage is from there. Yeah. That's us. Yeah, that's us. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, so we went through that, but then when we came over, they had to... Like, we brought that over... Which is weird because they didn't, you know, nothing... I don't think they got us, them, sick. Mm-mm. No. It was mainly just the Europeans getting them sick. Exactly. So that's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting because, like, not only were we, like, taking over land that wasn't ours, we were also making them sick and killing them. And then also, if they did something that pissed us off, we're like, bring your village to the ground. 
yeah, that's how they that's how they operated. Pretty fucked up. Um, okay, anyways, so next in eighteen or I'm sorry, fifteen eighty five, after three months on Roanoke Island, Sir Richard Grinville determined that the colonists couldn't survive a winter now that they couldn't depend on the natives for food. So he so when they first that first scouting mission that they went on um, you know, they created ties with the Indians and the Indians brought them lots of food and resources and they taught them a lot of things. Now that they had burned that bridge, they didn't have that, um, what would you call that? Like they really had over, um, depended on the Native Americans. Like they, they overextended themselves. Yes, exactly. But they burned a bridge. So they're like, okay, well there's a winter coming up. We're not going to survive. So, um... Lack of looking ahead. Yeah, like, they really were not thinking ahead at all. And that's the funniest thing, is, like, they come here to... Like, the people that came from England, those 115 people that came, they didn't... They did not plan on ever going back to England. They came to America expecting... Okay, to I didn't know that. ...die there. Yeah. That was their new home. Why the fuck would they start a war with someone immediately? Exactly! I don't know. They are so dumb. And it was over a cup. Like, that's so petty. Um, but so, Sir Richard Grenville decided that he needed to go back to England to get supplies so they could survive that, that winter, their very first winter. Because, um, yeah, they couldn't depend on the Native Americans like they had before. Um, <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> so, it's also important to note that... Um, so, what Grenville did was he was very... Uh, what would you call this? He was like a strategist. like a, He was like a soldier. So he took 100 men and he created a small fort in Roanoke Island. Um, so it was like a circular mound with a stockade fence on top. And there was 100 soldiers there, right? So he leaves and he's like, okay, you guys are going to be protecting the colonists. Okay, you 100 men. If you're going to protect the colonists, don't do anything stupid. I'm leaving. I'm going to go get supplies. Um, so when as he's leaving, he takes Ralph Lane and he says, you're in charge now. Well, I'm gone. Well, there's his big fuck up. You don't leave anything to a Ralph. <laughs> you don't. Guys. That just sounds like your retarded kid brother. Yeah, and he is. He's very 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 incompetent and let's get into why so Ralph Lane he's in charge wow um Grenville's gone so they were not able to like gather food during the winter they didn't know how to survive they didn't know shit um and remember they had just burned bridges literally but during the winter while Grenville's gone they go (laughs) sheepishly to the natives and they're like Yo, can you help us out? We're about to die. <laughs> and the natives help them as much as they can, but they get to a point where the natives are like, okay, we cannot be like providing for these people. We gotta go. So they help out the colonists a little bit, and then they leave. They pack up and they leave. They're done. As they should have. Yes. Should have helped at all. Like, those are some good-ass Indians. Native Americans. Yeah. Like, they were very welcoming. They helped them as much as they could, but they left. Um, I've seen a lot of Western movies where they demonize Indians. Mm -hmm. Or Native Americans, goddammit. Yeah. And it's so funny that they're like, these are the bad, the bad, bad people. 
when <laughs> it was fucking the English who started this whole shit with fuck. <laughs> they take over their land. They take all their food. They piss them off, and they're like, "Oh, actually, can you help us?" Yeah. <laughs> um, but so. And then when you, they kill a few of their men, they're like, "Oh, these evil people." Yeah, exactly. It's fucked up. To be honest, it's totally fucked up. So, anyways, the the Native Americans leave. Um, but the, okay, you're not gonna like this. So the colonists did survive the winter. The only way they survived was by eating their dogs. Fuck. Yeah. Well, you gotta do what you gotta do. Begrudgingly, begrudgingly, they ate their dogs. They got real pissed off at that. They're like, you Native Americans should have helped us. You shouldn't have left. You should have stayed here and helped us. So... How many dogs did they have? They must have been a lot. Because that's 115 people that they had to feed. And this is Roanoke. This is dog doesn't have a lot of meat on it. No, either. No. So they were able to survive, and I'm imagining that it was a shit show the way that they were able to survive. Um, but so they, the fact that they survived, they weren't happy about that. The only thing that happened was they were really bitter, and they were really pissed off, and they put all the anger onto the Native Americans, and um. So they're like, okay, we're going to attack them, but we're going to do this sneakily. So they acted like they wanted to have, like, some type of peace meeting to, like, put aside their differences and move past it. And, like, they're like, they wanted to negotiate is what they were putting forth towards the Native Americans. Um, But the stupid English began attacking the natives instead. So they put forth this ruse that they wanted to negotiate, and instead they attacked. Yeah. It just keeps getting worse. And they even went as far as to behead the native's chief. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Well, I mean, that they did that to, like, make them not retaliate, like, to scare them. Yeah. I get why they did it. Yeah. It was like sending a message. Yeah. Like, you better keep us alive, bitches. <laughs> or we're well, okay, that doesn't make any sense, because it'd be more like guys better stay away i don't know if they that would make them want to help it wouldn't i wouldn't want to help them if they beheaded my chief is that why they did it they were just okay what what really happened was they were so humiliated and mad that they had to kill their dogs to eat that they were like we're gonna make them pay for our suffering Because they should have been here. They shouldn't have left. They should have been here to help us. They don't owe them anything. They don't. (laughs) This entitlement. It's very much entitled. Um, White privilege. It is. It's so white privilege. They were just mad that they couldn't figure it out themselves. Mm -hmm. But, okay, this is kind of crazy. So, they beheaded the chief, and then they go back to their little encampment, or whatever you want to call it, and they're preparing for war. They're like, this is an all-out war. We are going to, like, fuck their shit up. Right when this is happening, right when they're preparing to go to war, um, a uh, captain of a ship, his name was Sir Francis Drake, he had he had learned about the Roanoke colony from, remember when we were talking about how those two Native Americans came back with that first party, and the word spread across England that this was such a choice spot. So F- Sir Francis Drake, who was plundering... Spanish ships nearby 
um, knew of the location where this Roanoke Island was. And so he stops there as, you know, kind of like a let's rest, regroup, and then go back to plundering. He gets there just as they're preparing, as the Roanoke colonists are preparing for this big war. And um, <laughs> so it's just before the Native Americans were going to retaliate. He comes right before that happens and he stops the conflict by taking Ralph Lane, who you said before was a fucker. He takes him and he's like, okay, let's go back to England. So he takes Ralph Lane and uh, 100 of the men that were at that fort, and they go back to England. Um, so wait, there was only 14 people left? No, so, I'm sorry, this is kind of confusing. This is the part that confused, confused me too. So, when they first come back, so there's the first party who's just scouting. Then they come back with 600 men, right? Well, there's 100 men in a fort, and those men were soldiers. And then you have the 115 settlers who are just civilians. Okay. So, um... So they leave like four hundred and. So no, not all six hundred people like actually stayed there. It was like two hundred and fifteen people, one hundred soldiers, and then you got the one hundred and fifteen colonists. Okay. So Sir Francis Drake comes in, and he sees all this happening. And he's like, "What the fuck? You guys can come back with me." So he takes their leader, Ralph Lane, because here's the thing: a lot of people. Who a lot of the colonists did not agree with Lane with what he was doing, like poking the bear, but he kind of just did his own thing. So they're all like, "Yeah, take him. Go ahead. We don't want him here." So he rescued the soldiers and took Lane, the leader, back to England. So he kind of like he saved their asses because if that had continued, they all would have died. Mm-hmm. They couldn't survive. They couldn't survive on their own. They depended so much on the Native Americans. Um, so remember, Grenville went back to get supplies. So he comes back, um, and he he left some men at that English fort that we talked about before. So remember, it's that circular mound with the um, kind of like logs to make it high up so that arrows couldn't get through. Um, so he le- so Grenville came back and he left some men at that English fort. Um, so, and then remember how... Is this Roanoke yet? Yeah, this is all Roanoke. Okay. This whole thing we've been talking about is the Roanoke colony. Um, so Granville comes back and he's like trying to smooth things over. But at the same time, do you remember how we talked about Sir Walter Raleigh was Queen Elizabeth's bitch? He comes on this expedition with um, Granville. So he's dropping Granville off and then he's going to go back. Um, (laughs) so... Sir Walter Raleigh is most known for breeding back tobacco and potatoes. And those are the best things in life. You can't change my mind. Potatoes and tobacco? Yes. French fries, mashed potatoes, vodka. Yeah. So it was a pretty fucking big deal. And also, just to to kind of make it clear too, Sir Walter Raleigh is the one who is credited with founding Roanoke. So, like, him coming is a big deal. Like, people are like, oh, we gotta, we gotta be uh, <clears throat> on our best behavior. Yeah, we didn't we didn't burn down a whole village. Just pretend that didn't happen. Yeah, Well, yeah, the guy yeah. who did it just left, right? Yeah. So, yeah, he's gone. Um, so, but, so, also Raleigh comes back and he's like, yeah, you guys need a new leader. Um, Grenville is kind of, like, known as starting the conflict with that silver cup. 
Oh, I thought that was the Ralph guy. No, so Grenville started the conflict with the green, the Silver Cup. Then he leaves Ralph Lane in charge while he goes back to England to get supplies. So Grenville and Raleigh come back to Roanoke. And Raleigh's like, you guys, you both fucked this up. I got a new guy and he's going to be in charge now. Um, and this new man, who's going to be the new governor of the Roanoke colony. His name was John White. Um, Another John White. Yes. I feel like we covered one on the last episode. Another John White. Yeah, so he's the new leader of the Roanoke Colony. Um, So, but basically, White didn't know how badly Ralph Lane had angered the natives. He comes into this new situation. He doesn't know that Lane had pissed off the Indians pretty bad by beheading the chief, right? He comes in just like, cool, I'm the governor. What's up? Um, so, but John White knew that he had to figure out a way of feeding and housing 117 people. Um, and he also had to figure out more permanent housing, um, because they were living in a very, like, day-to-day type of situation. They didn't have log cabins or anything. So he had to figure out a way to, like, make sure that they were, um, protected from the elements and that they wouldn't die from, um, what did they call that? Exposure. So he had a big job on his hands. Like, this was a big deal. Um, anyway, so a few weeks after John White became governor, an Englishman was killed by natives while he was fishing. And remember, John White didn't know what the fuck was going on, so he's taking this as, oh, they're attacking us. Mm-hmm. Okay, we need to, like, stop. Like we were saying earlier. Yeah. We need to stop this right now. Uh, so, this poor guy, he's thinking that the Native Americans are just attacking him unprovoked. <laughs> so, um... They didn't bother to tell him. No! Oh, hey, we... F- we fucking killed the chieftain guy. Good luck. Yeah. You're in a war. We're dropping you in, in a war. He had no idea. That's so fucked up. He's like, oh, this is such a beautiful land. All oh, these natives, they're so nice. <laughs> then they kill a fisherman. What the fuck? <laughs> and, you know, White had known about Man- Manteo and, what was his name, Wanchis. It's like he had met them. He knew that they were great. So his first interaction with the natives in the land was one of his colonists getting killed. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> but also, this meant that living in that fort was impossible, or leaving the fort, leaving their enclosure was impossible. They couldn't send people out to go and forage. Like, they left, they were going to get killed. Um, so, but White stumbled upon a friend in all this chaos. And that was Manteo, who had gone to England with with um, the first search party. Now, Manteo still had a lot of love for England when he met John White. He loved his trip to England. He's he, a Native American? He's a Native American. Okay. And he went to England. And he, Wait, what about Juan Cheese? You know, I don't see any... I In my research, I didn't come across Juan Cheese again, so I don't know what happened to him. He's probably eaten by mice. Yeah. That's like, or maybe he stayed in England. He's like, fuck you guys. I'm going to stay here. <laughs> I'm not going back. We looked it up. The trip from England to Roanoke took four months. Four months. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Anyways, we're going took back. took me 12 hours from Utah. That's a long time. 
You just said four months didn't seem that long. I know, but I'm picturing being in one plane for 12 hours. Did that yeah. suck? The ride there wasn't too bad. The ride. The, f- the fly? <laughs> the fly. <laughs> the flight there wasn't too bad. Really? Um, yeah, they <coughs> just drank a lot. <laughs> it was a lot of fun that time. But the flight back with all the English fucks on the plane, it was like morning, like 8 a.m., and they had all just had breakfast. Yeah. Farting. Constantly. <laughs> no. The whole flight. Are you it was serious? almost unbearable. <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. <sighs> like, I was still trying to... Well, it was early morning, so I wasn't drinking. But it was like... Every couple of seconds, I was like, are you kidding me? Someone else just fucking cracked a rat? <laughs> did you, did it was they, bad. Did they eat beans? Yeah, that's like the English, English thing. breakfast? Yeah, beans and, and tomatoes, whatever the fuck else. Bangers and mash. God. That sounds kind of miserable. To it was. And that may be why I hate England so much. You know, that may, that explains it. A boring-ass trip, followed by a boring-ass, terrible fl- plane flight home. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just picturing you on this plane with all these British people farting. Just, Fuck these guys. That's how it was. That's exactly how it went. <laughs> Fuck these guys and their beans. Okay, anyways, so John White stumbles across Manteo, who was kind of like a celebrity, and he's like, yo, you're my friend. Can you please help me? I don't know why these natives are attacking us. What's going on? So Manteo was like, yeah, let me help you out. I'm going to set up a meeting, and we're going to, like, negotiate, and we're going to squash this. We're going to figure this out. And he said that, um, (laughs) he's like, we'll set this meeting up for August 6th, okay? So he's, like, telling... The natives, he's also telling the English people, we're going to have a meeting on August 6th. We're going to squash all this, right? Mm-hmm. So August 6th comes, but the English don't get any contact from the natives. And guess what John White takes that as? He takes that as a sign that they want to go to war. Woo! Yeah. Not like, oh, maybe something happened and their, their tracking of days is different from us. It's more like, that means they want to go to war. Yeah, why would they automatically think? Like, the the calendar is based off the cr- Christianity, isn't it? Mm-hmm. They just assume they're Christians? They just something? assume. Yeah, exactly. It's just so much assumption there. And so White jumps to this conclusion that, oh, this means war. They didn't say anything. It's war. So. This well, how much time did they give them? This is so fucked up. So. I don't really know what happened in this miscommunication, but here's what happened. Like, like here's here's the thing. The Native Americans did want peace, but the, there was a miscommunication with the way that the calendar is read. That's what it was. The Natives were not planning on on war. They, they wanted peace. They were not... Um, they did not want to go to war, okay? Mm-hmm. So, but... Since White jumped to this conclusion, he's like, "Okay, this is war. Let me get my men together." He's like, "We're gonna, we're gonna go find these people who are supposed to help us, and we're just gonna fuck their shit up." So they go in the middle of the night again, and they go to the first village they come across. They burn that shit to the ground again. Now, <laughs> building this- relationships one on one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're like a girl. They're like, "Oh, you didn't say." 
you didn't like my Facebook page. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> no, it's so true. They're just like, you didn't do this. That means you hate me. I'm going <laughs> to fuck your shit up. So yeah, they go to the first village that they saw and they attacked it. Now here's the reality of the situation. What they did is they had attacked the Croatians. That's Manteo's village, their friend. Oh shit. They attacked a friendly village who wanted to help the English. This was the wrong village. This was not the village that killed that Englishman earlier. Totally wrong village. Innocent people. But even think about asking Manteo. No. Well, I guess they wouldn't because they're attacking his people, but still. <laughs> they didn't give a fuck. This is so fucked. Right? They go to that first village and bring it to the ground. Now, after that happens and White realizes that he made a mistake, he's spending weeks trying to communicate to the other natives that this was just a mistake. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. <laughs> weeks trying to mend this. Um... <laughs> they're just like why'd you do it in the first place <laughs> he's just like come on you're harping too much on all these people that died for no reason come on it was just a mistake it was a mistake don't worry about it come well, on guys fine. it was an honest mistake so he's spending weeks trying I want to imagine that the, the native people are like what the fuck? <laughs> What's going on? And the whole time they're like, you know what you did. <laughs> you know why. I'm like, we really don't. Um, but so after all this happened, he's trying to make things better. All of the colonists were like, white, you need to get the fuck out of here. Like, they, so they came up What with is this, wrong with English leaders? They all sucked. They all fucking sucked. Like, literally, they all sucked. But all the colonists came together and they're like, we need to get him out of here. He's pissing everybody off. This is another, what was that, Ralph? Yeah, another Ralph Lane. This is another Ralph. Mm -hmm. God damn it. But so, like, they try to be really smart about it. They're like, hey, listen, there's another winter coming soon. You need to go back and get us supplies. Because now the natives are not going to help us, obviously. They are pissed. Yeah, they're pissed. You need to get the fuck out of here. (laughs) So they go to White. And mind you, White had a daughter living there. See, this is kind of dumb on the settlers because they're just thinking, like, you get the leader out, the Indians are just going to know he's gone and then think that you're cool now. Yeah. Like, no. 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 (laughs) You should have all left. Yeah. Get the, all of you get the fuck out. You fucking burn the bridge. This is all Guard land now. Mm-hmm. Get out. Yeah, they fucked it up like three times now. This is not good. Why was it the mystery of Roanoke all this time? Exactly. We'll get into it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get into, into that. So the colonists are like, you need to go back and get his supplies. They're trying to be really like um, feeding his ego about it. Like, oh, no. Oh, you did nothing wrong. Yeah. You are such a great leader. Let me suck your cock. <laughs> Go get supplies. You're the only one that can get a supplies effectively. <laughs> You're the best mm-hmm. at getting supplies. Yeah, and so White tells them, he's like, no, I'm not leaving. You guys need me. And they're like, no, really, you need to go. <laughs> you should go. <laughs> <laughs> so just like Ralph Lang had to leave, 
John White was like, okay, fine, whatever, I'll go. So he leaves. Fine, you're going to miss me, but Mm -hmm. I'll go. So, okay, get this. This is August 27th, 1587. John White leaves to go back to England. But before he left, he gets all the colonists together, and he's like, okay, if I'm going to leave... I need to make sure you guys are going to be okay. Like, I'm worried for your safety because <laughs> I fucked up. Because of what I did. <laughs> I fucked you guys hard, so. Yeah, he's like, let me let me figure out a way. And the colonists are, like, pushing him on the boat. Like, no, just fucking leave. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, okay, let's go with some signs. So, like, okay, if I leave and you guys have to, you know, leave Roanoke Colony, please leave me a sign. And this is what they came up with. If they had to leave, they would write somewhere, like on a tree a tree or a post or something, because they had a lot of posts up. They would write on the post where they were going. Or they would, like, indicate what happened if they did have to leave that location. <laughs> he comes back. We got fucked. <laughs> Your fault. <laughs> um... So, yeah, they come to this agreement that they'll leave a sign if they have to leave. Um, so, John White gets in his ship. And this is the last time any of those colonists were seen alive. John White leaves. So, John White gets back to England. And he's finding that... So, when he gets that back there, he's, like, you know, getting his supplies. He's like, okay, I'm ready to go back. However, Queen Elizabeth was preparing for an all-out war with Spain. Meaning it was like a, an ocean battle. Is that Naval right? battle. Naval battle. So it was on the seas. So um, what happened was she took every ship, every ship she could, and they were going to be serving her in the war. So John White couldn't leave because the, any ship had to go towards the war. So he had to wait three years now during that three years he did attempt to go back twice and both I didn't know it was that long it was that long well yeah of course they're not still there that's three fucking years three winters without help when they said they couldn't last the first one the first winter they lasted only because of their dogs yeah yeah and he pissed off the Native Americans just as he left so yeah, this really isn't that much of a mystery no. anymore. Yeah, and the more you dive into it, the more it's you're like... It's funny, because, like, yeah, in history textbooks, it's like, oh, it's such a mystery of what mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's not. It's really not. They did not... They were not prepared for the winters. They weren't prepared for, like, taking care of themselves. They depended so heavily on the natives that the natives had to leave because they were draining their resources. Um, but yeah, so... Just picture this, like, White is getting so frustrated. He really wants to go back. The queen is like, no. Every ship I have is going to be fighting the Spanish. Um, So he had to stay put for three full years. Again, he tried to leave twice. But every time he he was, like, getting everything to go, he couldn't go. Finally, after those three years, um, England was able to win that war with the Spanish. Um, so after England won and there was that big victory, White was finally able to leave for Roanoke. So he arrived in the summer of 1590. So he's, they arrive in Roanoke and they wait till the sun comes up. Right when the sun comes up, there's a, there's a little party that embarks. So let's, let's kind of paint this picture for you a little bit. White was not the captain of the ship. He was a passenger. 
and the ship had other things that they were going to do. They're still pirateering for Queen for the Queen Elizabeth. Oh, it was pirates? Yes. Oh, fuck yeah. He was on a pirate ship. Oh, God. Pirates make everything better. Yeah. Just like aliens. <laughs> pirates of aliens. Just makes it so much better. <laughs> it is actually really cool. So he's on this pirate ship. They're, this was not their only goal. Their o- This was not their only goal, so they like have a time deadline. They're like, okay, we're going to let you... We're going to drop you off, and then we're heading out. You only have, like, two days. So they get there, and right when the sun comes up, White and a couple other people get on a little boat. They go to the shore, and so he's, like, going to the place where he knew that the settlers were at, right? They have that one colony, that little fort that he had helped, you know, create. Mm -hmm. Uh, So... So he gets there and there's no sign of life. The only sign of life that they discover um, were footprints of bare feet in the sand. And mind you, this is very, this, this is such a, a truth for the day. English people never went without shoes. They never were without shoes. It was like a proper thing. Like you don't go barefooted. So see, I'd like the, to say that's how we are now, but no, we're kind of whatever now. Although, flip-flops should count as shoes. I love flip-flops. Yes, you do. You do love your flippity-floppies. I can finally wear them again. (laughs) It's only March. It did just snow, too. It did just snow. (laughs) I'll still wear them. (laughs) I don't even care. You're so a Minnesota man at heart. Minnesota people will wear Crocs and hoodies and shorts out in the winter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's like your uniform. Um, anyway, so they get to the shore. They're expecting to see signs of life. All they see are these bare footprints. And like, okay, that's not our colonists, but whatever. Um, so they get to the place where the where all these people had built the homes. And, uh, and you know, building a home back then was a big deal. It wasn't like, oh, we built a home. We can move anywhere. Like, you built a home there. That's where you're staying the rest of your life. Um, so he gets to the location where the Roanoke Collie had been. And there was nothing left. Uh, the area was completely empty. Um, so, again, that's a big deal because they were the actual houses had been taken down. Which is crazy because that's like wooden beams taken down, disassembled, taken away. Um, and there was no evidence of violence. I'm not speaking a whole lot here. Yes. Because I'm supposed to go into the reasons why. So, if you don't hear me say anything, I'm, I'm plotting... I'm just waiting for my turn. You're evil. To speak. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, this is the part that everybody gets hung up on. So this this is the coolest part. So just keep in mind, like he is expecting to see these houses, everything's taken down. Um, and it's such a big deal. I I want you guys to know that it's such a big deal that the houses aren't there. So Um, it's not. Well, to him it was. This is White. This is John White. This is the white guy. This is the white guy that is so overly confident that he decided to attack the wrong village. (laughs) He's such an idiot. He's the type of white that whips out the condoms on the first date. Yes! At dinner. It's like they're magnum. What do you think? Yeah, he just flips them on the table. Want to go to the restroom? (laughs) Literally, that's 100% right. Um, anyway, so 
there's no evidence of anything. Like usually in in these time in in these in this day and age, if a struggle happened, there would be tons of evidence, right? So he doesn't see any evidence of violence, which makes him very hopeful. However, he did find two clues. And this is what everybody gets hung up on. Um, the first clue was the word Croatoan. That was found carved into a post. And then the letters C-R-O were carved into the bark of a tree. Now, remember, Croatoan was the name of Monteo's home island. So to White, he's like, oh, they just went to Croatoan. Great. Those are our friends, I hope. Uh, <laughs> now, let's go back to that agreement that White had, had made with the colonists. To so they were supposed to leave a sign of where they're going. Now, if they were... So he also agreed that if they had to leave the island quickly, like forcibly or under attack, they would put a cross over the name of the place to which they were going. So if they were like at war or they were forcibly made to leave, they had to put a cross above the word of where they were going. So the fact that there was no cross, he was like, oh, this is great. I know exactly where they are and everything's fine. So I just meant that's where they went, but it wasn't forcibly. Yes, exactly. It was like of their own volition. So they're like, oh, okay. I don't know if you're going to go into this, but they're like, they probably went to Crotonin to like get supplies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And that's what he was thinking too. And he's like, oh, Manteo, that's my boy. He'll take care of them. Um, so... <laughs> You know, the more that White finds, the more at ease he is that everything's fine. Um, and so since there was, yeah, there was no cross, he was relieved and ho he was very hopeful. So they were also able to find the more that they searched because they kept searching for more clues. Um, he found five chests hidden, emphasis on hidden, hidden in the woods. Inside these chests were books and papers but no indication of what actually happened. Um, and again, <laughs> White took this as a good sign. So. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. burying books. Just to bury books. <laughs> uh, anyways. So. Um, this is a direct quote from White after he found these chests, right? So remember, he found these, finds these five chests. This is a direct quote from him. Quote, Many of the things inside the chests were spoiled and broken. The covers torn off books, the frames of some pictures ruined in the rain, and my armor almost eaten through with rust. But I took great joy in that I had found a token of their being safe at Croatoan, the place where the savages of the land were our friends. Close quote. So, White made plans to sail to Croatoan the next day, but the captain of the ship wanted to leave ASAP. And instead of looking for the lost colonists, the captain went to plunder Spanish ships. Important question. Yes. So, uh, Roanoke, is this a, um, a settlement that's right off the beach? Yes. So, it's right there. So, okay, I'm trying to picture this, or right... Or is it like a few miles in? Like, it's so, pretty close to the coast. Yeah, so the, there's the coast and there's like two sets of land um, that are in front with foliage in front of Roanoke. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard. Like, you couldn't see it if you were sailing across. That's not what I was asking. But oh, what were anyways. you asking? No, you answered it. Oh, I did. 
I'm so smart, guys. I'm a genius. No, keep going. Okay. I asked that question for a very specific reason. Okay. We'll get into. And this is... Okay, that's a really good thing to bring up. So the reason that Roanoke specifically was picked... So they, they had those stretches of sand dunes with foliage in front of it because they were trying to protect themselves from the Spanish who were known to go, you know, in that location. So they were like, okay, let's find a place that wouldn't be easily found. Wait. So they did a settlement. I didn't even... This isn't even in my part. They did a settlement in the warring territory? Yeah. What? Yeah. So God damn it. Spanish ships were known to go that route. But they felt that they were hidden enough that the Spanish wouldn't see them. Ah, you got a couple of trees in front. I mean, there's a few thousand ships that come each month. I mean... <laughs> Just make sure you don't go out for water or anything. Yeah, just just stay stay in the fort. <laughs> Fast forward to a guy like taking a dump in the ocean. <laughs> They're like, what? That's a what? white man. What is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, yeah. So, White wanted to go and find these people at Croatona Island, but the captain's like, listen, I need to go plunder some ships. So instead of looking for those colonists, they're plundering Spanish ships. And immediately after plundering them, the captain's like, we got to go back to England. I'm not taking you there. So they go back to England and then White never goes back. He's just like, fuck, I can't do anything. And he dies three years later, never knowing what happened to the colonists. Um, So we're going to jump ahead to 1607. Jamestown was established. And then... Yeah. So Roanoke, nobody followed up on it? Nobody followed up on it. Yeah. So they, like, in theory, they could have been alive just waiting still? Yeah. Yet another, like, why is this a mystery? Exactly. Nobody decided to go and find him. Like, ah, fuck him. Yeah. They're dead. So I think what happened was they're like, okay, we know that they went to Croto and they're fine. Whatever. That's basically what happened. Um, and mind you, John White had a daughter and a granddaughter there. Like, his whole family's there. He doesn't care to go and figure it out, I guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're fine. Yeah, Getting the, fucked by Indians. Yeah, so, and his granddaughter, who we talked about a little bit before, her name was Virginia. Um, she was the first English colonist born. So she's like the first American from English colonists who was born in American soil. Mm-hmm. Just whatever. So, yeah, we're jumping ahead to... He clearly didn't like his family. Yeah, he didn't care enough to figure out what happened. And obviously. I don't think those three years he was really trying all that hard. No, if he wanted to figure it out, he could have. But he was, like, so hopeful that he's like, oh, they're fine. Those are our friends. No, I mean before that. Yeah, even before that. He didn't... He really didn't... There was three years mm-hmm. that he let them just sit. Mm-hmm. When he he must have known they were not good. Maybe maybe this was his idea of like, okay, need a new wife, new grandkids. <laughs> Just gonna leave them there. <laughs> it'll figure itself out. Yeah, it's like it'll sort itself out. There's natives there that'll help them. Even though I pissed them off before I left. Yeah, I think this was like um, manslaughter. Yeah, of 115 people. <laughs> well, specifically for his family, but then. They were just kind of byproducts. Yeah, he's like, um, I'm sure they're fine. Let me live out the rest of my three years here in England. Um, but anyway, so we're jumping ahead to 1607. 
and Jamestown was established not too far from there. Um, the new settlers tried to figure out what happened to the Roanoke colonists, so they started speculating, like, what could have happened to them, right? And then there's some people who thought that what happened was the Spanish discovered the English settlers and took revenge on them, because remember, they had lost the war. Um, but if the Roanoke colony had, had survived, why wouldn't they try to communicate with Jamestown? Um, and that's the end. That's the end. Okay. So now we're going to get into the conspiracy theories behind Yes. All right. We're back. We, <laughs> I wasn't able to actually find the, uh, <laughs> the website we were using. So uh, basically what it comes down to is they have like supernatural... Um, reasons for like the, some of the ancient aliens say that it was aliens that got rid of them. There was a black hole. Um, fucking believe it or not, there is. I believe I did see one that said fucking Bigfoots came through and destroyed everything. Oh my gosh! <laughs> really? And uh, ghosts. That was like another one. It was like haunted ground. So uh, they all got. I don't know scared either scared or killed by ghosts i don't i don't really know it was really dumb Mm -hmm. um but so what we'll do is we'll go into what we actually think that happened yeah um some of the most like more likely theories are um one of the main ones that i think it was which it should be the most clear is it was the indians Mm -hmm. or the native americans they Mm -hmm. came back um they fucked them up because they had been fucking them up the whole time um, and what they had done is they wrote Croton because they were going to go there for help, or they set up another meeting, mm-hmm. like to help them. Yeah. Like, okay, we're going to Croton just in case you guys come back. They write it on the thing, and then they bury some of their stuff because they don't know how long they're going to be gone. Yeah. And then yeah, they go back to Croton thinking that they're going to help them again, and they just wipe them out. Okay. Um, and then the reason why there's no settlement or anything. A big storm comes through. Okay. Wipes everything out because they have, you know, coastal storms. Hell, maybe it was even a hurricane. Yeah. Knocked everything out. Yeah. That's very likely. Yes. I think, personally, I think um, that's really likely. Um, Second one would be the Spaniards. They actually found them, which I was reading up on. Uh, They actually have, like, historical documents that they found Spanish um, artifacts in the same area. Yeah. So they think that the Spaniards just came in and wiped them out. I think that's what I would lean towards. So that's, like, another big one. Um, I think it said that the Spaniards, like, either took down the settlement or maybe they were just saying the same thing, like, maybe a tidal wave came through, took it out, or hurricane... Like, I think the most reasonable thing is that it was nature that took down the settlement. Because okay. that happens all the time. They're, like, right on the coast. Yeah. So, I mean, it's more than likely that, that something like that happened. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember what the third one was. Um, I think the third one was just them just dying out. Yeah. Like, straight up. Starvation. They couldn't, starvation. They couldn't handle the winter. Um, so they all just died, and then beasts came in and ate like ate them yeah and then the indians probably came in and took all their stuff you know yeah and then you know maybe the indians even took their homes 
you know, maybe they dismantled the homes and used the wood for something else. I they wouldn't do that. No. It's not like now where we're <laughs> lumber is the through the roof. <laughs> they could just find their own lumber. That's true. I don't think they would take down a house to move it. Like it's not oh, what was the name of that move that bus thing? Bus. Extreme makeovers. Oh yeah. Home, extreme, extreme home makeover. makeovers yeah. move that bus and it's just Indians like pick up the, <laughs> moving it. move that bus oh. so I mean it is it, from a kid growing up we always thought of it as like a really deep mystery like what the fuck happened mm-hmm. that's so crazy it's one of the most well known mystery quote unquote mysteries of that time yeah Yeah. which us just going over it i don't think it is like i'm pretty sure i was kind of leaning towards the indians but although i feel like they were still really nice at this point Mm -hmm. towards us like they were still like thinking that they i don't know why but they were still like oh we could still be friendly with these people for some reason (laughs) um but i think it's more towards number three where they straight up just fucking starved to death and died. I mean, yeah. There's probably a lot of cannibalism that happened too. Like, I think it went like this. So, um, the first winter goes on, like, they're just cut off. And they're mm-hmm. like, okay, we're going to need to survive. So they probably get by that first, or I guess second, no, it's the second winter. Because the first one, they ate the dogs. The second winter, they're like, okay, we need to survive. We don't have dogs anymore. <laughs> yeah, we don't have dogs, so they probably ate whatever they could. They would have been come, like, they had a whole other summer to gather stuff, so they probably had some stuff, but it didn't last. No. So, they're like, they basically scrapped by second winter. The third winter, if they even made it that far, if they didn't die of the second winter, um, they're all just dying off. Mm-hmm. So, they're com- they're doing cannibalism, you know, eating each other. And then it's like down to the last few people. And at that point, they're like, they're not coming back. Mm-mm. So they just leave. And they're straight up like, hey, they're not coming back. Um, we're going to go check out to see if um, these people can help us out. So they write that in. But they don't know they're coming back. So they bury their stuff yeah. in the treasure chest. And then they take off. Mm-hmm. And then the few amount of people who do survive who get to that settlement. The Indians are like, what? No, fuck you. We're not going to help you. You just burned down one of our settlements, so they kill them. Yeah. And then nature comes in, wipes everything out. I drive with that. I think that's the most logical explanation. I don't think, because a lot of them say, like, the Indians came in and raided the, you know, came in and killed them all. Mm-hmm. They hadn't done that yet. No. So I don't think they would have come back and done that. Um, they may have, I, I mean, it's still a possibility. Like they see them like all dying and they're like, let's just take them out. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't see that just cause they hadn't shown much aggression yet, except no. for killing the one fisherman. Yeah. I think that was really the main thing that they had seen at this point. Um, I mean, I get, yeah, it's a possibility, but the other, I, I would say my second one would be the Spaniards finding them. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, all right, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. Or they could have taken them all as slaves, too. Yeah. That could have been a possibility. Although, I feel like they would have, unless they, like, kept them on really tight leashes, <laughs> they would have, like, got away at one point or something. Like, mm-hmm. once they got them back to Spain. Mm-hmm. And as soon as Spain was beaten, like, they would have 
gotten back to England and they would have found out that way. Yeah. So I don't know. That one's not as... I think it's what I said. That feels like way more plausible yeah. to me. Well, and here's my theory. This is my theory. Um, so what I would think is that... So since they did have friendly, friendly, friendly relations with Croatoan, you know, that, that village, mm-hmm. I could see that, yeah, the first winter, it just, you know, rapes them. And they're just like, okay, we got to ask them for help. Well, second one. Second one. So wait, this is where I'm confused. So maybe I was right when I was saying it first. So it was three years after uh, their first year that they had to eat dogs, right? Or were you talking about after John White left? Yeah. See, I'm telling you, this is confusing. The whole timeline on this whole thing is really confusing in the way that it's recorded. So that's why we're kind of going back and forth. It's confusing. And that's probably what builds up to the mystery, too, is because of how um, confusing it is. Yeah. So this is what I think. So. Wait, you didn't answer the question, though. Yeah, I'm I'm getting a little bit. So what happens is John White leaves, right? So they're, they're coming to the winter. So he's, mm-hmm. he leaves to go get supplies for the coming winter. Mm-hmm. And so the coming winter, he obviously doesn't come back. So that first winter without John White, I don't think they would have survived. I don't think they would have. So they had to go to Croatoan. So wait, it was the winter before that that they ate the yes. dogs? Yes, yes. So, I, so that makes mine even worse because I'm talking about four years, not three. Yeah. Basically, because yeah. the first year... They ate the dogs. Then it was three years after that mm-hmm. that they had to survive. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. So, like... Or, no, even more than that. Because, um, like, say they did survive and they just even moved off. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't really search for them. Mm-mm. So, another... Like, if you're wanting to be cute about it and, like, oh, they all survived. Yeah, they all went to Croatoa and the natives accepted them and took care of them. And that's why all of you have, like, 10% or 5% Indian in your blood. Yeah. Like, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. But here on uh, the Divorce Asshole podcast, we like to look on the darker side <laughs> or lean towards the darker side. So they're all fucking dead. They were all massacred by something. Well, yeah. Like, if you think about it logically, they survived, like, by the skin of their teeth that first, that, that, that winter. And then they're like... They're not making it three more winters. Hell no. How? Especially when they don't have help from the only thing that helped them get through. Exactly. Like, there is no plausible scenario where this ends good for that Roanoke colony. Now, like Adam said, maybe they did go to Croatoan, but, like, what are they going to go there with? Like, hey, sorry we killed you. Can you help us? Yeah, best case, uh, they do help them out, but it's not going to be a lot. Because the same thing, they're going to be like, either they help them out a little bit and they're like, you know what, you guys are taking too much, we're taking off again. Second is they just deny them and they have to go back. Third, they're like, fuck you, you killed our people, we're going to kill you back. Yeah, exactly. There's no good outcome for those people. And I think it was probably, like, in White's mind, he's probably like, oh, this is good. I'm leaving with a good, con- like, clear conscience that they're fine at Croatoan when Logically, there is no way that they survived those three years. How? Like, did some, did some like, godly creature come in and just be like, okay, I'm going to save, like, their guardian angel is like, yeah. Yeah, that gets into the sci-fi, exactly. gay shit, exactly. UFO shit. Now, I, I have, in my research, I had heard that there were sightings of, like, 
white-ish looking natives when Jamestown comes in and they're like, oh yeah, we saw some like people that look kind of white. So, you know, it's probably the Roanoke colonists. But you have to also figure that people are trying to use their little brains to figure out what happened. Wait, are you using that towards aliens or the god thing? Or are you talking about them surviving? Them surviving. Like, if they did survive, sure, let's say that maybe a few of them. I'm not, okay. Yeah, it wouldn't be the whole call. No, it wouldn't be. I guarantee you most of them died just from starvation. I think most of the men were there and they're like, we're going to, we're going to wait out this winter. We're going to be fine. Yeah. Like, we saved enough. They thought they saved enough because they're English and they're dumb as shit. I'm like, we, we saved enough. We're going to last this winter. They don't make it through. I say half, if not more, die the first winter. Yes. And then maybe they go to the second winter. They're like, oh, there's half of us. It won't be this hard. Yeah, well, we'll have to feed as many. Yeah. Yeah. Although they are fucking still at that time, so they still are producing kids. So it's probably more than 15. You're right. 115. I hadn't taken that into account, but there probably was more people being born. Yeah, which would make it even harder. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so here, here's here's my theory. This is what I think happened. I think that when the winter comes, they, they were, like, proud enough to think that we're going to be fine. They ended up to, in cannibalizing the people that died. Hell yeah. I really do think that's what happened. Like, when when you look at history and, like... There's no proof to this at all. No. There's no proof. There's no evidence that suggests that they did cannibalize each other. But we do like this theory. Well, think about it. Like, they cannibalize their dogs. The next step is people. I... See, I... I like Eris more than most people, so... I'd probably turn to cannibalism before eating airs. Well, let's say that somebody dropped Plus, it. she's very fast, and it'd be very hard to pick her, catch her. Unless I lured her in. Uh, I guess that would be pretty easy. Like, Ares, come here. Come here. Oh, yeah, you are so dumb. I could eat you. I could eat you. <laughs> okay, so yeah, like, let's say that, you know, the old and the young die from starvation. Oh, yeah. 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 And so, like, these healthier men... Who like see, that newborn baby yeah. just born. Mm-hmm. Like, throw it in a stew. It's so easy. It's easy. And, like, that's probably what happened. Now, after the winter ends and... So, wait, are you saying this is first year? This is the, the first year. First year. The okay. first year. The first winter ends. They're able to survive off of eating their their own. They wow, know... Wow, you think they serve sooner than I did. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you think about it, they, they barely survived on the skin of their teeth eating their dogs. They're so pissed off by that. Now let's carry that same thought that they are able to narrowly survive that first winter by eating their own. That's why they wrote on the post, Croatoan, they're going to go to Croatoan and beg for help. Because they know they're not going to survive the next winter. I think they go... Or it's stupider. stupider. They go there for war. <laughs> Because they're pissed off again that they didn't help them again. <laughs> and they're just like these wobbly... They're just walking up with like a, a gun that they can't even hold. You fuckers! <laughs> I think it's so funny that they're so entitled and mad that these people who they have terrorized didn't help them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. They go to Croatoan and they're like, listen, you're going to help us. And, you know, maybe the Croatoan Native Americans were like, yeah, you can stay here, but... What happened to the the friendly guy? 
So there isn't any record of him past this. So like, well, you didn't even mention him after they slaughtered that village. Like, what happened to him after that? There's no record. So he probably found out and started bitching at John White. He's like, dude, you just fucking killed my village. He's like, oh, sorry, dude. Here, smell this. (laughs) Yeah. Murdered his ass. Yeah, like, if you assume that Manteo was still friendly towards the English, I'm sorry, I would be pissed that you, like, slaughtered an entire village of my people when I was trying to help you. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't help you past that. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I would not. Or maybe worst case on his side, like he goes to like tell them like, oh, sorry. Like you were saying, it was a mistake. Yeah. And then his people are like, why are you still helping these people? <laughs> and they hang his ass. Yeah. Like the, what would the Native Americans view be? Like you're helping these people that have slaughtered an entire village. They would not be happy with him. Mm-mm. There's no way. So, assuming that... So, then they kill him, and then the English are like, oh, he's gone. Yeah. What are they going to do? With him gone, they can't communicate. Mm Mm-mm. But I bet you, even if he's gone, they're like, ah, we didn't even need him. Mm Mm-hmm. They're so entitled. They're so proud. So, what I think happened is the few that did survive that first winter wrote on the post, we're going to Croatoan. The few that actually made it to Croatoan Village were like either killed or taken as rape slaves or something like that. It was not a good situation. Any way you look at it... I didn't even think about that, but that's that's even better than mine. Yeah, like, it had to be something like that. Like, what else would it be? Like, you... They don't know that John White left. They don't know it was John White and Ralph Lane. They're I don't just... know why, but that's kind of cool. White slaves. <laughs> it is cool. Yeah. The Indian took them as white sex slaves. Oh, okay. Now that you put sex in front of it, there are quite a bit of white slaves. I think that's what happened. I think that any that did survive did go to Croatoan, but I'm hoping that they weren't like, yeah, whatever you want, man, you killed us. You're white, so whatever you want. I hope that didn't happen. Like that they helped them? Yeah, I hope they didn't. I'm thinking they did. You think so? I think they did. That's why I think mine was a little bit more. Like, I feel like they probably did try and help them out still. And then either it was too much for them, or there was too few of them to, like, go back to their camp to help. They were just like, all right, come to our Just camp. assimilate with us. Yeah. yeah. Like, you don't know if your people are coming back. Mm-hmm. Although, it would take them forever to learn their language, and then three years later, they would be, like, I would assume totally assimilated, so yeah. they wouldn't even try yeah, but, so, to uh, go back. The big mystery is that Jamestown is founded... And they're like, okay, if they survived, they should have come and been like, we want to be English again. But maybe they assimilated so much into the Ro- the Croatoan community that they didn't give a Well, fuck. how much longer was James Town? So when John White left and came back, it was three years. So he left in 1897. He comes back in 1890 and he can't find them. Jamestown was uh, established in 1607. So- fuck, 17 years later? Fuck no, they're not coming back. I mean, the life expectancy, like, most of the older ones are dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The ones who would be loyal, that would want to go back, are dead. Yes. Their kids and their kids' kids, like, that's their new family. Yeah, they're now Croatoan. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to be like, oh, let me go back to the English, because now to them, the English are foreigners. 
Mm-hmm. So in their mind, they are Croatoans. Yep. Yeah. So I think that's what happened. Yeah, and I think what you were saying earlier about seeing the white Indians, mm-hmm. I think that's totally possible. Like maybe they found, or even on the worst side, if they all were wiped out, like maybe they found one or two. Yes. That were and, assimilated in. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's why I'm kind of confused now as to why this is such a mystery. Because it makes perfect sense that they died because they couldn't survive. They sent John White to get them supplies because they couldn't survive. They didn't survive. That's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, I guess, wraps it up. Like <laughs> We solved it. We solved it. This is what we believe happened. It would be cool to like take a time machine back to yeah. see how it did actually end up. To but, see exactly what happened. Um, I don't think it's a huge mystery. I don't like either. they say it is. I don't think either. Don't think it was Bigfoot. Mm-mm. I don't think he came in unless they had a really really big Indian or Native American at the time who was very hairy. <laughs> then maybe it could have been the Bigfoot thing. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's that big of a mystery. I think it's fun for scholars to be like, ooh, what happened? We don't know. Is it English scholars who do this, or is it American scholars? There's a lot of American scholars who have found, like, stone writing, and they're like, oh, this is a big mystery. And they get a lot of, like, um, funding grants to research it. But bottom line, nobody's ever going to know. Because John White didn't go and and investigate if he had gone and investigated we probably would have had a chance at knowing what happened but like you said 17 years later when Jamestown's there well it's 20 yeah so 20 from when they were left on their own because there was no immediate investigation we're never gonna know honestly we're not and that's the fun in scholars and historians now because it's like because there was no investigation, it's a huge mystery. We need grant money to go figure it out. Although I would take grant money to try and go figure it out. Oh, hell yeah. That would be fun. Go to North Carolina and just be like, I'm researching. Send me more money. <laughs> Although I don't think I'd want to go to North Carolina. There's a lot of storms there. I don't care about the storms. Oh. Um, so that wraps up this episode. <laughs> Everybody stay safe. Don't get raped by Native Americans. (laughs) Or eaten. However they died. (laughs) Don't eat your dogs. Don't eat your dogs. Mm -mm. Your dogs love you. Mm -hmm. More than your children do. (laughs) So remember that the next time you're thinking about putting one down over the other. One of them actually wants to be with you versus the other. I'm looking at you, Queen. I know you are. You've got two of them. I do. Get a dog. Okay. (laughs) All right, everybody. We'll see you on the next one. Peace.